This podcast is for those making bold moves to reverse global warming. We are the Determined Ones, solving humanity's gnarliest challenges. It's a podcast on climate action, the determined mindset, and how standing out helps you make a meaningful impact. Mark and Sarah here. Hello, hello. We are here with the coolest business model experts we know. <laughs> this is Business Models, Inc., uh, Justin and Martin. Say hello. Hi. Hello. And BMI for short. We, we're all into the uh, acronyms these days. So BMI. You know, BMI. Yeah. Awesome. And you guys do business models for startups. We do, uh, yeah, business model innovation and strategy, mostly actually for, for big companies, but, but we love working with startups. Awesome. Yeah. And you're based in San Francisco, correct? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're based in, uh, in San Francisco. We, this is our, uh, America's headquarters in San Francisco. Uh, and we have an international presence as well in, uh, in Amsterdam and Taipei and yay, Amsterdam. Australia. Yeah. And Martin is from Amsterdam. So he says, yay, Amsterdam. Although yay. the rest of us say, yeah, Amsterdam. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yay. So real quick, can you give a little spiel about what you do and who you are? Sure. Um, Martin, you want to go? Or you want me to go? How do you go? All right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I said it in short, but you know, we're, um, we're a, a strategy and design and, and strategy design agency. And so, um, essentially what we do is, you know, we're a, we're a consulting agency. Uh, but we're a bit different than most in that we use design and, uh, sort of design methods and, and some tools and certainly a design mindset. Uh, to help our clients, again, mostly large clients and mostly big multinational uh, organizations of all different kinds, um, you know, design new business models and that's the business model innovation part and strategies for the future. Um, and we also do the same thing when it comes to startups and, and you know, nonprofits and social enterprise and so forth. Um, and the idea there is that uh, using this design and using design methodologies and, and tools and the mindset, uh, you know, we can work faster. We can, you know, help our clients in ways that aren't just giving them a report and, and hoping they read it and do something with it, but actually roll up our sleeves and, and get real work done to affect their business. So whether that's creating new businesses, uh, and, and new business models or, you know, visions and long-term strategies or, you know, different kinds of experiences that their customers and, and non-customers or future customers might need. Those are the kinds of things we do. Um, and to add on a little bit more, uh, sometimes that looks like working with one company, but just as often it's working with multiple companies at the same time, trying to solve what might be intractable problems and, and challenges for any one of those companies alone, but where you bring together what we call, uh, you know, in, in co-innovation, bring together multiple organizations to try to tackle big, big problems and, and address big, big opportunities uh, together in, in ways that they, they haven't before. So that's essentially what we do. And there's lots of stuff in the middle of that too. Yeah. Awesome. Good stuff. Yeah. We love approaching big, big problems and co-innovation, I think is a really key thing there to, you know, Everybody, I like to say that these entrepreneurs try and tackle these things like they're a one-man band, yeah. and you don't have to do it all yourself. You know, we have. Shouldn't. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. <laughs> we have okay. really big even problems. Even better if you don't. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Even better if you don't. Right. I mean, there's. You know, we like to think of it. It's not. It's not even the Venn diagram when you think about big intractable problems, but also 
big opportunities. It's not the Venn diagram with everything in the middle. That's a that's a strategic marketing play. That's that's kind of lame. It's it's fine. Uh, but that doesn't go anywhere. It's sort of the think we like to think about it. If you've got these bubbles of these different, you know, whether it's startups uh, or startups and big companies or big companies together, whatever it might be. And we like to think of them more like, um, you know, the, the nucleus is at the center, but then the electrons are sort of zooming around the outside of that company. They're the things that like they know they want to do something. They know there's something they could do. They have some capabilities and really cool tech or, you know, really interesting customers or whatever it might be. But there's just there's no way they could actually do something on their own there. And so when, but when you get a few of these, you know, when you get a few of these, uh, you know, in the same room, and you get these electrons zooming around the outside, all of a sudden the electrons smash together. Uh, and again, that's not a Venn diagram. You're not going after the stuff in the center, the, the nucleus. You're going after all that stuff on the very edge of what they could do on their own. They can't really do anything about it. But when you get those electrons smashing together, now you get magic, right? You get people like, wait a minute, you all you want is this, but this is something I could do. Um, but here's something I don't really have, but it looks like you have some capabilities, but you're not even using them here. Could we do something really interesting together? And, and yeah, and you find amazing stuff happens. That's how innovation happens. That's how innovation happens, electrons. <laughs> electrons smashing together. <laughs> energy, man. So quantum. Um, so let's, let's ground this in some examples. Let's say that, um, so Mark and I talked to climate entrepreneurs who are starting businesses to tackle the big gnarly challenge of the climate crisis that we are facing. Right. Um, so say, you know, you've, you've come up with one tiny slice of that that you can solve through creating a business. Um, so you're a climate entrepreneur. What are the first three things that you would need to do to launch a new product or service? You want to make sure that uh, what you think is the solution, uh, that it's actually a solution that's solving a problem for whoever your customer is. And for climate, it's a little bit different because we're all customers. That's right. That's, that's one. That's one. And I think that is part of that validated, you know, another one is, is, you know, you're, you're not just validating your product, uh, you know, your product or what you believe is a solution to something, right? You're, you're prototyping and, and, and perhaps then also validating the, the underlying business model. And the business model isn't how you make, just how you make money. It's all the ways that you're creating, delivering and exchanging value with your, with your customers. Uh, and again, even if it's, even if the whole world are your customers, how do you, how do you create a business model that will allow you to sustain that, uh, you know, in the long term? Um, and I think that's even more important for, you know, for climate and, you know, and climate entrepreneurs, it shouldn't be about donations, right? This should be, how do you create actual sustainable business models, uh, that can feed themselves without, you know, going uh, and dialing for dollars every day? How do you do that, and, and how can you how can you validate that as well? Um, what else, Martin? What's the third? Well, one? I, I think it's a, it's a, well, a third one. I think it's uh, we've been doing some projects recently with uh, social impact driven startup. Uh, and like the moment that there is a, like a gap between okay, this is the product that we're selling or the service versus uh, but this is what I feel is important to add to the world. Uh, it's very hard for people to to uh, to get on that same page uh, because it's it's maybe your passion, their passion is not passion for for uh, for the, the customers. Uh, 
I think it's very important what you see, for instance, with a company like Patagonia, when they say, okay, we have, we want to create it there, but uh, it happens to be connected to the product that we sell. Uh, climate is, it's so vast, and I, in all honesty, uh, for a lot of people, uh, they don't even grasp what it means, so why should they care? Uh, and I think it's very important to connect it to something that actually solves a problem or a need for it. Or creates an opportunity. Um, yeah. And by the yeah. way, that opportunity might be money, right? Oh, that, yeah. Yeah. that opportunity might be money and not just saving money, but making money. And so, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, so we have another kind of question for you. I'm going to role play this. <laughs> so I'm a climate entrepreneur. I have a meeting with an investor for funding. What should I be thinking about? Uh, you should definitely think about who is that who is that investor and what do they actually care about. Uh, I think this goes right back to what Martin just said, which is you have to know your audience, no matter what you're doing, uh, whether you're on stage or you're you're asking for money uh, or you're hiring you know someone new. Like you have to know who your audience is, and so you think about an investor. You better know who that investor is, what they've done before. Uh, but also, what kind of investor are they? Are they the kind that, that uh, you know, they're there for social good and they actually are willing to write checks to see something happen that's, you know, doing just good in the world and they don't really care about a financial return? Or are they an actual venture capitalist, right? Uh, and they're shark, right? They're really looking for a return on investment. In that case, climate is not the is not the central value proposition for them. And then I think Martin sort of said it said the same. They're looking for a return on their investment, and so that's the first thing you want to know is how do I how do I write my pitch in a way? How do I go to this person in a way and talk to them in a way that they're going to be passionate about this too, and not just because I'm solving a big problem, but because I'm solving a big problem that has a big dollar sign on the other side of it, uh, and one that they can that they can you know really get excited about. I think lots of people sort of shirk and say, oh, well, it's not about climate, it isn't about money or, or whatever. But you just mentioned investor. If we're role playing in an investor, what is an investor? An investor is someone who probably is investing with a real return that they can see. Uh, and that return is often money. Well, there you have like more and more investors who are like impact investors who, yes, it's still, still based on, on the financial value at the end, but they're also compassionate about your passion. Yeah, to create that other value. Right. So, but you better know that up front, right? I mean, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. right. I think you would waste your time if you went into uh, someone who was really looking, to, uh, you know, financially motivated versus an actual impact investor that has, you know, maybe can balance both sides. Yeah, we we work with a, a number of organizations, companies, and we even see this just, you know, the, on the web that these that there are so many opportunities now that climate can create new jobs and new products, and so Absolutely. you know you need investment in, in climate as a service. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So right, if you can show that impact and you can show there's value there, and that's you know that's uh, you know that triple bottom line. We can't forget. Right. We can't forget about that. That it's you know it's it's not just planet. It's also people and it's also profit. And so if you can show those things and show that you're got you're able to hold all three of those things, not just in your mind and your pitch, but in your business model, then yeah. Mm -hmm. Again, if you know your investor, then you should have a pretty good story there. Yeah. 
Yeah, I liked what you said earlier about um, the business model work that you're doing. Business model is not just how you make money, but it's how you create value in the world. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the tools that you use is the business model canvas, um, very popular, wi widely used tool. I'm wondering if you've seen the one that um, is it has sustainability added into it, where really they just sort of added another box under costs that is eco-social costs, and they added another box under benefits that is eco-social benefits. And I'm just curious if you've worked with that at all or what your thoughts are. No, we have, I haven't. No, Justin, you? I haven't, I haven't seen that. I've seen people create a, a box, not two boxes, but one box or sort of split the revenue streams box so that it becomes a sort of a, you know, another kind of value of some other kind, right? That you're, that you're bringing in plus the, the revenue side of the house. You know, again, that's, you've got to have that. You can't not have that. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't seen the, you know, one where you've added another kind of, eco-social cost below uh, that but yeah I, I could I could see that it's it's an open source tool so certainly yeah. you know adding different things is, is not that big a deal yeah um, I'm fascinated okay. by this like I think it, there's got to be a way to bake it in and it's not just like adding a bottom line on the bottom right, right. you know like I, I think, think it needs to be in the center <laughs> Well, oh, well, yeah, there, there is something. I, I personally, you know, like, but it's all that uh, different discussion. I think it's like a tool, it's a business model kind of just tool adding boxes, sure. Uh, right. but it's still just a tool, you know, wherever you're going to put like, uh, uh, non-financial value, uh, it depends on how you're going to create, not on how, the, what the tool looks. Like. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right. If it, if it becomes a way to account for that, tell that story, yeah. that, that's, that's great. I think, the other key, and Martin just mentioned, like this is just a tool, and we use it the same. Like this isn't the holy grail by any means, although it really is a valuable tool. So it's the same as, you know, if you have a, a nail, uh, this, uh, you know, a business model canvas is a is a hammer, um, right? It doesn't do anything for you, but you, if you swing it properly, it's gonna it's gonna strike that nail and drive it in. And it's certainly better than a rock. Um, and, you know, and, uh, in that, in that regard. But I think even as a tool, the one thing to think about with tools like this is that, you know, one way to, you know, the simplest way that most people think about it is it's filling in boxes to, you know, because this is how things work. But, you know, go one level deeper. The business model canvas actually works and is popular, not because it's about filling in boxes, but because all nine boxes. And if you add, you know, social value, for instance, is another box. And it becomes 10 boxes, fine, but all nine boxes actually form an ecosystem, just like the earth, right? And this ecosystem works mm -hmm. together. And all, you know, what that means is when you add something to one box, it's going to affect upstream and downstream other boxes. Um, and if you're going to take something away from a box, it's going to affect upstream and downstream other boxes. So, you know, I think adding adding uh, some kind of other value in there wherever you add that, just like Martin said, it's if you're creating new value, you should and you want to account for it. That's a good way to do it is by adding a box or splitting the you know the, the revenue streams box or something like that. That's fine. I've seen that before. Um, but or and dot dot dot. You should also be able to see it as part of that ecosystem and understand that you, you're not just putting that there because it's a it's a placeholder you should look at it as a ecosystem so adding something or changing something in that box or other boxes is going to change something somewhere else and by the way visually you know like uh to your point Sarah, uh, um, 
this, the most important thing is in the center, like the value proposition. Yeah. So that that has a center spot on like on, on the stick, um, and and that's a perfect spot to to add both like okay, this is the actual product that you're gonna buy or service that you're gonna uh, buy from you, but also like uh, that what it's on a higher level is gonna solve. But like that's that's yeah, I think that's a nice spot to to go now. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think you both are touching on what I'm looking for, like it's a complex system where every part of it affects everything else it's not just like yep. you tack on something on the bottom and now it's an eco-friendly business right yeah. so everything's sorry Go ahead. everything's connected in, in life and in this case in, in business yeah. yep that's yeah, right totally. and, and that's and that's another reason you know besides the design and again i, I totally agree with what justin said you know like it's a, it's a, a open source tool so everybody Please do whatever you want to do with it or to it. I think, like especially for an ecosystem, uh, the less complex an ecosystem is, the better. Uh, well, maybe not the better it works, but the easier it is to actually grasp it. Yeah, right. Very good stuff. So, speaking of this tool, where can people find this tool? Where can people find you all online? Yeah, e easiest place to find us is. As you said online, it's it's uh, businessmodelsinc.com, businessmodelsinc.com. And you can find us there. You can find some of these tools there, uh, you know, many of which we had a hand in helping to create, including Business Model Canvas. Uh, and you can certainly also find our, our books there, things like uh, Design a Better Business uh, that both Martin and I worked on, as well as... Um, as well as uh, what else? Business model generation and value proposition design. And are those Martin's illustrations throughout the book? Design a better business. <laughs> yeah, they're beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> Martin is a renaissance yeah. man. Mm -hmm. He is good he stuff. Is. For me, like visualization, it's not just like uh, pretty uh, creating pretty pictures. I think for me, it's like a very good like uh, bullshit filter. You know, if you're not able to uh, translate it into uh, into a clear cut visual. It's it's blah blah, so uh, and that's a perfect way to just like benchmark you know, where you're at. You know, if you're able to visualize your business model uh, on a you know, on, in in the right direction, and I think it also helps with especially in the beginning of you know when you're developing your ideas, your business, uh, staying visual uh, for as long as possible. It so much helps in the whole ideation process. Amazing. Yeah. Sketch it out. Paper, yeah, pen yeah. to paper. Yeah. You want to create ambassadors for your idea, and that's not going to work with, uh, with Word documents, at least not for me. Awesome. Well, thank you two so much for taking this time to share your knowledge with us. Absolutely. Yeah, it was fun. You're welcome. It was cool. All right. Everybody check out businessmodelsinc.com, and we will see you next time. Perfect. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone. We'd love to help you make smart decisions on how to build your climate-focused brand so it gets the attention it deserves. Book a sound check session to get started amplifying your brand at thedetermined.co slash soundcheck. If you are one of the bold rebels building a product that addresses our climate crisis, we can help you set yourself apart and amplify your climate impact. You can learn more about us at thedetermined.co. Yeah, thanks for listening. If you know anyone who might enjoy this podcast, feel free to share.